You are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio. You're going to want to hear this. Welcome to Interform Podcast. It's me, Ro on the radio. And I always say my guests are special, but I got a super special guest. I am very excited about this. Natasha Devon. Listen, she is an amazing actress. I got to see And the Winner Is. I got to see you in Detroit 67. And I'm just like, you bring out this this nostalgic like little girl feeling in me that's like a when I grow up I want to be a, a famous <laughs> actress so welcome thank you so much for coming I know you're busy you're filming and doing a lot of things no thank you so much for having me I'm super excited that we got the chance to do this yes awesome well I wanted to I want to talk about your journey to like especially when you were younger, like what made you say and commit to, because we, we all say a lot of things when we're younger. We say we want to be astronauts. We say we want to be, you know, firemen. And then when we get to adulthood, we're like, uh, that might not be feasible. So as a little girl, what made you want to be an actress? Honestly, um, I didn't. What? Really? I did not. Oh my I did gosh. Not. I, so I started acting really late. I'm well, I mean, I guess you can start at any point, but I started Mm -hmm. acting in my mid-20s. Really? Yeah, my mid to later 20s is when I... Well, mid-20s. I say my mid-20s is when I started acting. Mm -hmm. Um, So originally, I went to school to be a lawyer. So I have like... I could see that. Yeah, so I have like an associate's degree in pre-law, and Mm -hmm. I just was like, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer because I'm first-generation college student on both sides of my family. And so I'm like, I want the fancy thing. I want the fancy job, the Mm -hmm. fancy title. Um. But what I will say, what leaned me and guided me towards acting is I've always been a writer. Mm. Um, and after being in school for pre-law and getting that associate's degree, which is kind of like a baseline degree, I was just like, this isn't something I really want to do. I think it just sounds fancy. It sounds nice. Um, and then I set out of school for like two years and I took care of my mom and it was time for me to like get my stuff together, go back to school, finish out this mm-hmm. adulthood thing. And I remember I started fasting and praying because I was like, I don't want to pick law back up. That's just not what I want to do. Right. So I started praying and fasting and, and talking to God. I'm like, hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's up? What you want to do? And God was like, I want you to act. And I was like, no, no. What if you wanted me to do like something else? Well, we can do that. And he was like, no, 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 act. I was like, cool, cool, cool. But what if it was something else I could do? <laughs> so I honestly, I ran from this career for a while, like after it was shown to me that the arts was my path, um, because the stability of it is is wonky. Okay. I'm a Virgo, so I like straight lace answer. I like, I do this to get this, the end. Right. But in acting, you can do all the things, mm-hmm. get all the degrees, and that doesn't mean you'll be successful. That doesn't mean you'll be cast and hired. All of these uncertainties, it's just not how I like to function as a person. Wow. So yeah. when God was like, no, I want you to act, I was like, man, you must be talking about somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one day, like, during my fast, I was so frustrated with God because he kept showing me the same thing, and I kept telling him the same answer. Like, I was, I kept saying no um, then one day I'm in my bed. I was like, fine, I'm gonna do this acting thing. And when it blow up in our face, just know you started like, cause I talk to God, like I know him. <laughs> like, it was a relationship. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Just know when it's blow up. You... <laughs> so we, I do this conversation, um, with God and I fully submit. Um, and once I did that, 
I, it hasn't been like, of course, it's, it, going on your ordained path to me doesn't mean it'll be easy, right? That's true. It just means that it's purpose-filled. And so once I submitted to the arts and what God was showing me he wanted to do with my life and how I would be able to help people the most, I just feel like you can tell when something is ordained. You can tell when something is meant for you and for you. Um, Absolutely. And I That's why back. I thought that you had been acting for so long no. because you're so natural at it. There is no way that I would have known that you basically you know, just started because you're a youngin. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I changed my career mid-college and everybody was like, what? And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing either. <laughs> I'm just winging it now. <laughs> right. Just roll with me. Like, yeah. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. I like, my thing is, so when you first started getting into acting, like, let's say your, your first, um, like your first starring role or your first supporting role or, or you're in a play when the first time you did it, how did you feel? Did you feel like, okay, this is for me. You're right. I got you. Or was it like, I still don't know. It, it took a couple of times for you to accept that this is what you want to do. No, I think it was the first play. Wow. It was the first. So we did this play called um, The Good Doctor. Mm-hmm. And it's written by Neil Simon, but it's like these short skits of Chekhov plays. Mm-hmm. And so it's a farce type of comedy. Like mm-hmm. all of the action is big as far as his comedy. But then there's this one scene where um, he pulls it from this play, The Three Sisters. And it's the only serious moment in the entire play. Mm-hmm. And so I got cast as the actor to play the the role of Nina. And so she has this beautiful monologue about wanting to leave her home and breaking out and and feeling confined and restriction. And in the end of the original play, she never leaves Moscow. And I did the monologue and after the monologue, like the crowd started clapping and that hadn't happened. Um, It's skit. So you can clap after any skit because we rearranged it. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was the first time that the audience like would clap was after the monologue. And I was like, well, maybe because it's serious and da 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 And I'm like, or maybe because you're good. <laughs> like, right. And I had to like put that in my system and be like, oh, maybe this is like that reassurance of like, I'm putting you on the right path that you kept asking and praying me to get you on. So yeah, it was the first play. The first time I picked up a script um, and did that production, I was like, okay, I'm sold. You're sold. I was sold. It seems like you didn't have to learn anything like when I say when I say when I'm seeing you in um and the winner is like I don't I don't there's there's things that you see that people do in their profession like if they play piano right you can tell that they've learned the keys and they've learned where to place their fingers and it's like a methodical thing and it shows you that they've been trained it doesn't seem like you had to be trained. It seems like you have been doing this since you were like five and it's just like people are getting to really experience that. How was your, how did you get into training or did you even have to? Well, I had to train. So, um, but I, but to what you were saying, I had a lot of natural things coming in. Um, because even the school I started acting at, I, I think I stayed there for a semester and then transferred and acting was just my minor there. I didn't fully commit. Okay. I was like, mm, let me just minor in it. And I remember um, this really popular acting teacher in Mississippi. Um, he goes, 
I'll let you transfer. It was he was joking. He's like, I'll let you transfer if you change your major to full on acting. He's like, I don't care where you go, what school you at, but I need you to like actually focus in on this because you're very natural. Mm-hmm. And so a part of my training was learning like terminology, learning okay. technical things of like don't upstage, turn here, this is that. Um just to add to a lot of the natural things that I was already doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I actually did a lot of schooling for acting. I have my my master's in acting. A master's? Yes, I got my MFA um, at the University of Arkansas. That's why I'm here. Right? It was when I got my my MFA. And where are you from originally? Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> and how is that similar to, as far as the acting scene, is Mississippi similar to... Northwest Arkansas is it is it different is it is it better what is the acting scene like so the acting scene in Mississippi is a bit smaller okay um in Northwest Arkansas but it's a lot more culture um so I'm touching a lot more material that is um grounded within the truth of who I am as a black woman mm-hmm. as an artist um of color so that is something that is more there although the the scene and the ability to do the art is less Okay. Here, um, I feel like there's a lot of opportunities for someone who's starting out their career and trying to figure out the thing, you know, their feed. There's a lot of um, opportunities in the area. So there is a, and there's a lot of different types of opportunities here. Okay. Like you can curate, you can work for a theater company, you can do films, you can, so there's a lot of different type of opportunities, but I think the, that, that deals with the funding. That's in the area. That makes perfect sense. When so you are also a, an amazing poet. Did you start off reading your poetry first before you got into acting, or was poetry just something you've you've always done as well? No, poetry. That was actually my first love. Like really? I've been writing poetry since I was a very little kid. Um, just started out as some roses I read, violence and blue type poems. <laughs> And I just, I would I continue to write by myself and it was a form of therapy for me before I actually, you know, had the funds to do the real thing. Right. But yes, um, poetry was my first love, is my first love. Um, that is the career I would love to just have. Really? If I could, yeah. If, if someone was like, choose poetry or acting. What? It would be poetry. <laughs> but I think my poetry and being a poet has served me as an actor. Okay, like I really getting into the words. Really, because I love language. Mm. I love words. I love language is so important to me. I pay attention to what a person say, how they say it, mm-hmm. the specific word that they chose to use to explain a moment. Like right. I love language, and so I think poetry. Without it, I don't think I would be as good of an actor. Because you're that. good at both of them equally. Mm-hmm. There's there's this. I think there's this misconception that you can't do more than one thing um, well. I think that's incorrect. Obviously, in in your case, where do you see yourself? Um, do you see yourself in Northwest Arkansas, like in the next couple years? Like, is this just like a stepping stone for something that you um, are aspiring to do later? Or have you ever thought about teaching like acting classes? Or So I do teach acting classes. Um, awesome. I used to teach at the university while I was in grad school. Mm-hmm. The thing about teaching for me, why I try to stay away from like a a set teaching schedule is mm-hmm. too fulfilling. Oh. 
Because you don't necessarily have to do the art to touch the art and be around it. You're doing that through your students. And I have seen some amazing actors look up from being a teacher in 10 to 5 years. They haven't done a play themselves or they haven't done a movie themselves. And I don't think it's intentional. I think it's just one of those things where you pour your heart into what you pour it into. Mm -hmm. And for me, I would I would love to teach in like an academic setting later on in life. But right now, I don't think that's something that's in my path. Um, I love Northwest Arkansas. I really do enjoy here. Mm-hmm. But I do feel that in some aspects, I am getting to the point where I am recycling experiences mm-hmm. versus new experiences. Uh, like I, I feel like I've done not, maybe not all the things, but I've done a lot of the things I used to do. I've reached a lot of the top things um, that you can do in this area as mm-hmm. an actor. And because of that, I definitely feel that I would have to move to a bigger network eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I'm just enjoying where I'm at, enjoying the people. Um, so you're good with change because I'm a cancer, so I am not really the best. <laughs> you know what's funny? My mom always would say, um, if there's one thing about Toddy, she's going to pack up and go. And that's true. Like, I will pack up and be like, okay, bye. Like, I don't know. It's just something about if there's an opportunity and if I feel strongly about something, mm-hmm. I am, I'm just a doer. And then sometimes it's not the best way to be because sometimes it's like, okay, I didn't assess this situation fully and now I failed. <laughs> but for the most part, like if I've prayed about something and I feel like God has been like, okay, then I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm just I'm gonna just go. I admire that so much. Maybe I can try that. I mean, I'm 40, so it might be a little too a little late for me. Step. No, no, yeah. it's never too late. But, um, <laughs> I would love to I would love to uh, get better at that because I am like a, a creature of like repeated like habits like if I'm comfortable somewhere it's it's gonna be gonna be hard to move me but what is some advice that you would give to as aspiring young black actresses in the area who want to get to the level that you are at um training is very important Mm -hmm. take classes learn the language learn the the art that you are wanting to invest in. I think people see, and I don't necessarily mean training in the aspects of, oh, you have to go to school, get an MFA. I chose to do that because I started so late and I knew I needed more of a um, academic type training set setting for myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily think that you have to get your master's because I've never been asked if I had one. <laughs> like no one's ever been like, pull out your MFA. No one cares. But I, I do think training is very important and it will separate you from other people in the room, even if you are natural. Being natural doesn't mean you know terminology. Being natural doesn't mean you understand um, lighting, moments, blocking, um, getting into things. Like I, I, I was on set this weekend filming something and... A director was like, something, 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 and you take a beat here, and then you move forward. And I remember it was a, a younger, a beautiful younger um, actor, and I, I saw the the look in her eyes. The confusion? 
okay. <laughs> and I go, do you know what a beat is? And she's like, no. And so I explain what a beat is. And, and it was such a learning experience for everybody on the set. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think training is so important in this career. But I mean, it's it sucks now because we're in such a um, social media era. Absolutely. Where if you can make a funny on TikTok, like you... you and you think you're an actor? You're deemed as an actor. You think you're an actor. And I'm always like, and I think that's why I won't get on TikTok. I understand. I refuse to get on TikTok. I do see a lot of actors and, and actresses. Now, I don't know their background. Maybe they are. But I don't know if they do anything outside of that. I've physically seen you in a movie. I've physically seen you in actual plays. But like when you talk about training, it's, it's something that I can't, like when I see you, I've seen actors that are like trained and they're not as as good to be honest with you. <laughs> so it's like when when you say training I'm just like I think of acting as kind of like singing like sure you can learn how to sing but like if you don't have it you don't have it, right? If you don't have the talent you don't have it. And I like, for example, me, ain't no way I could be a singer. I could take all the classes I want to. I could learn all the terminology, I can learn all the notes. But I don't, I don't have it. Like I stay in my lane. You know what I mean? Same. So it's like with you, when you say training, it's like so humble of you to say, because I'm just like, I, I don't see it. I, I see <laughs> talent. I see someone that was like born to be an actress. I no, don't I appreciate see that. that. But that is very true. Like sometimes there are people in any, prof- any profession of the arts, but sometimes there are people who do all the training and take all the classes and it, it just isn't there. Right. Um, I know a lot of people like that, and I'm like, I don't know how to say that, or I'm, I try to guide them. Like, you have a spark in this area of it, not there specifically we go. The, that the thing. <laughs> yeah, um, that's very true, though. Um, you see it all the time, and you're like, oh my god. And just because you have a passion for something doesn't, doesn't mean you're going to be good at it, exactly. Right? I feel like your talent goes beyond passion. I don't think you're an amazing actress because you classes and you know how to act I think you're an amazing actress because you have a passion for it and because you have you obviously have a general knowledge of it but I think it is it's way different I have a passion for music but I I cannot sing to save my life I can't that's just something I know I, I can't do so I think it takes all of it you know what I mean absolutely, absolutely. like I have a passion for fashion but could I model or run a rip rip? See, uh, I can't yes, even say it. Can. I can't even say, run a rip way, rip a runway. No, 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 no. I I can be at the event clapping for those who can actually what? do it. But I am going to try to get you. It's not. It's not my lane. I'm just like no. I, I know someone else though who can do it for you. I just feel like acting is very difficult. Modeling. Maybe not so much, but we're going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for <laughs> uh, joining me on Interform uh, Podcast. Tell the people where you can be reached or where they can um, like reach out to you, maybe your social media, if you feel comfortable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So my Facebook is Natasha Devon. That is Natasha with an O, so it's N-A-T-O. Mm-hmm. Um, and my Instagram is I am Natasha Devon. Okay. And you are saved in my phone as Natasha Famous Actress. I love it. (laughs) That was Interform Podcast. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. We have Interform NWA. And check us out on our website. It's interform.art. I'm real on the radio. You can follow me on Instagram. It's RO underscore on underscore the radio. All one word. Because my account got hacked. Mm, I saw that. (laughs) What the French? 
Thank y'all. Thank you so much for being here. No, thank you for having me. You are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio. You're going to want to hear this.